April showers bring Mayflowers, but what do Mayflowers bring? A special offer from the DSR Network. For the month of May, become a member and receive 20% off a monthly or annual membership. Members receive an ad-free listening experience, exclusive bonus content, our evening members-only newsletter, and an invitation to continue the conversation via our members-only Slack community. This offer won't last, so act now. Visit thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and enter code MAYFLOWERS, one word, to receive your discount. That's thedsrnetwork.com slash buy and code MAYFLOWERS. Thank you for your support. It's May 22nd, 2023, and this is your DSR Daily Brief. I'm Chris Kotnor. Our top stories from international outlets this morning. According to the AP, President Joe Biden and House Speaker Kevin McCarthy are set to meet at the White House at a pivotal moment as Washington works to strike a budget compromise and raise the nation's borrowing limit in time to avert a devastating federal default. The meeting Monday afternoon between Biden and McCarthy will be critical as they race to prevent a looming debt crisis. After a weekend of start-stop talks, both men appeared upbeat as they face a deadline as soon as June 1st when the government could run out of cash to pay its bills. Biden and McCarthy spoke by phone Sunday while the president was returning home on Air Force One after the Group of Seven summit in Japan. It went well, we'll talk tomorrow, Biden said in a response to a shouted question upon his return late Sunday. The call revived talks, and negotiators met for two and a half hours at the Capitol late Sunday evening, saying little as they left. Financial markets turned down last week after talks stalled. The Washington Post reports that Ukrainian forces have been reduced to small footholds in the devastated eastern city of Bakhmut, which despite its limited strategic importance, has emerged as the war's bloodiest battlefield but they have made gains on the Russian flanks in a move to encircle the city and extend the fight there, according to Ukrainian officials and military personnel in the field. Ukraine still holds slivers of the city, including the area around what has become a landmark of Ukraine's last redoubt, a destroyed sculpture of a Soviet MiG fighter jet, according to multiple military personnel involved in defending the position which Russian forces continue to contest. The city in the northeast of Donetsk region was home to some 70,000 people before Russia invaded Ukraine last year. It has since been decimated, hit by some of the fiercest fighting of the conflict as Russian troops and Wagner Group mercenary forces, made up largely of freed Russian prisoners, gained ground block by block. According to the BBC, Greece's conservative Prime Minister Kyriakos Mitsotakis has won national elections, hailing his party's big victory as a political earthquake. His center-right New Democracy Party were heading for almost 41% of the vote, five seats short of a majority. Mr. Mitsotakis said the result showed that Greeks had given his party a mandate for a four-year government. Hours earlier, party supporters in Athens cheered as an exit poll indicated the unexpected scale of New Democracy's victory. As results emerged, 
It was clear that pre-election polls had underestimated the 20-point margin between the two main parties. Mr. Mitsotakis's party won 146 seats, five seats short of the 151 required for a majority. An interior ministry vote map showed all but one of Greece's electoral districts colored in New Democracy Blue. The Prime Minister's remarks were taken as an indication that he would not look to share power with another party, but go for a second election in late June when the winning party picks up bonus seats. Elsewhere, Politico reports that U.S. tech giant Meta has been hit with a record 1.2 billion euro fine for not complying with the EU's privacy rulebook. The Irish Data Protection Commission announced on Monday that Meta violated the General Data Protection Regulation when it shuttled troves of personal data of European Facebook users to the United States without sufficiently protecting them from Washington's data surveillance practices. It's the largest fine imposed under the bloc's flagship GDPR privacy law, and it comes on the eve of the fifth anniversary of the law's enforcement on May 25th. The Irish privacy watchdog said that Meta's use of a legal instrument known as standard contractual clauses to move data to the U.S. did not address the risks to the fundamental rights and freedoms of Facebook's European users raised by a landmark ruling from the EU's top court. According to Reuters, state-backed Chinese mouthpiece Global Times called the G7 an anti-China workshop on Monday, a day after Beijing summoned Japan's envoy and berated Britain in a fiery response to statements issued at the group summit in Hiroshima. Group of seven declarations issued on Saturday singled out China on issues including Taiwan, nuclear arms, economic coercion, and human rights abuses, underscoring the wide-ranging tensions between Beijing and the group of rich countries which includes the United States. Beijing's foreign ministry said it firmly opposed the statement by the G7, which also includes Japan, Britain, Canada, France, Germany, and Italy, and late Sunday said it had summoned Japan's ambassador to China in a pointed protest to the summit host. Russia, a close ally of China that was also called out in the G7 statement over its war in Ukraine, said the summit was an incubator for anti-Russian and anti-Chinese hysteria. Reuters is reporting that the transfer of F-16 jets to Ukraine would raise the question of NATO's role in the conflict and would not undermine Russia's military goals, senior Russian diplomats said on Monday. U.S. President Joe Biden on Friday endorsed training programs for Ukrainian pilots on F-16 fighter jets, and Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky assured Biden that the aircraft would not be used to go into Russian territory. There is no infrastructure for the operation of the F-16 in Ukraine, and the needed number of pilots and maintenance personnel is not there either, Russia's ambassador to the United States, Anatoly Antonov, said in remarks published on the embassy's Telegram messaging channel. Russia's Deputy Foreign Minister Sergei Ryabkov said any transfer of the U.S. jets to Ukraine would be absolutely pointless and stupid, state-owned news agency RIA reported. These efforts are completely useless and meaningless. 
Our capabilities are such that all the goals of the special military operation will certainly be achieved, Bryabkov was cited by RAA as saying, using Moscow's preferred term for the conflict. In lighter news from live science, orcas have attacked and sunk a third boat off the Iberian coast of Europe, and experts now believe the behavior is being copied by the rest of the population. Three orcas, also known as killer whales, struck the yacht on the night of May 4th in the Strait of Gibraltar off the coast of Spain and pierced the rudder. There were two smaller and one larger orca, skipper Werner Schaffelberger told the European publication Yacht. The little ones shook the rudder at the back, while the big one repeatedly backed up and rammed the ship with full force from the side. Most encounters have been harmless, Lopez Fernandez told Live Science in an email. In more than 500 interaction events recorded since 2020, there are three sunken ships. We estimate that killer whales only touch one ship out of every hundred that sail through the location. The spike in aggression toward boats is a recent phenomenon, Lopez Fernandez said. Researchers think that a traumatic event may have triggered a change in the behavior of one orca, which the rest of the population has learned to imitate. Thanks to listener Neil Price for sharing the story. If you have a strange but true story that you'd like to share, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. The story should come from a reputable news source and be verifiable. If we use the story, we'll include a shout-out to the person who sent it. That's all the news I have for you today. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so that more people can find the show. If you have a tip, topic, or a correction you'd like to flag for us, please email us at podcasts at thedsrnetwork.com. Members of the DSR Network will receive an evening newsletter version of the DSR Daily Brief. If you'd like more in-depth analysis of these issues, be sure to follow the links in the show notes and tune into our sister podcasts on the DSR Network. Stay safe and stay tuned to the DSR Daily Brief.